0: Yes people, it's episode 189 of Griff's Brain Dump, it's me, Griff, obviously, how you doing? It is Sunday, the 13th of September, 2020, and I'm sat in the car, and I... What's the time? It's quarter to two. So gigging today, I was gigged yesterday as well. It's like, comedy's back! So it's one comedian, he was doubling up yesterday, I was like, Jesus, don't do all your gigs at once. But yeah, it's good. I was at um, Fulham Comedy Club. Shout out to Ash Gorman. He's a he's a legend in the making. This guy's like a, he's a throwback to the <laughs> Wheeler Dealer Del Boy. He's literally like a Del Boy man. This guy, it's just if you sit down with it, it's just story after story after story. But that's his life. His life is just stories. He he doesn't live his life in a in a normal way. So he's a fun guy, and um, yesterday, just as usual, he just finds a way of packing a room. So um, yeah, fair play to him, man. Fair play. As did that yesterday, and I'll be at Box Park, Wembley tomorrow. Um, tomorrow, today, today. So um, yeah, let's be fun with Ori. Styler. So yeah, so it's been good, it's been a good week. And um, what else I done in the week? I don't, know, I don't think eventful. Got my hair cut yesterday. Fourth barber in the same shop. That's right. But this time, I think I found the one I'm sticking with. (laughs) Why? Because it's the best haircut I've had. Took over an hour to do. So you know he's taking this time. Plus, check this out. You know, you're getting your haircut and you're asking what's their name. Because you take their number down. You ask the name, and their name is the name of the shop. Oh, I've got the top man now I've got his number, it's saved. And um, I'll be booking next time because I can't be sat down waiting in the barbers. Just gotta know when you when you go in, you just sit down and get your hair cut. I'm not walking in. I'm not walking in. I'll pay more if I can actually pick the time I'm going. I always give a tip if that's the case. But um what I was gonna say, yeah. So I got my hair cut yesterday. I think that's it really. Nothing more eventful. I got a computer chair delivered as well. remember my hip and my back was messed up. So uh, got that delivered and that's great. Took me under 50 minutes to assemble it. That's from removing from the box to actually be able to sit on it. Took me under 50 minutes, pretty proud of that. It says you should have two people to assemble the chair, not me, did it by myself. I don't play by the rules, people, all right? Um, and I'd realized as I sat in my car why my hip hurts, it's um, it's because of the way I get into my car, my steering wheel. I had to kind of bend, twist my rotate, my left hip to slide my left leg underneath the steering wheel. And it suddenly dawned on me like, because I've like, it dawned on me there and then that's how I've been messing up my hip, and then it dawned on me. Oh, maybe I should just move my steering wheel. Uh, now I've moved it. And now it's higher up. And I can just slide into my car without having to rotate my hip in a strange way. So, yeah. Your boy's an idiot. That's what it is. Ergonomics is key. I'm telling you. I mean, um, yeah, I did ergonomics for like a few modules at A level for part of my design. A level and yeah, you you realize how much stuff you take for granted uh, ergonomically. Um you know what ergonomics is I think I don't know how to define it. It's just the it's the study of human interaction with the environment, I think. I think that's what it is, but I can't remember what anthropology is. Ergonomics definition. The study of people's efficiency in their working environment. There you go. I so said then anthropology must be... How people... Uh, interact with their environment, right? Something like that. No, Anthropology is the study of human so- societies, cultures and their development. Okay. So maybe because I did both module, both things in one module... That's why it ended up becoming... That's why I've got that definition stuck in my head. But anyway... Yeah, you take a lot of um, ergonomics for for granted. Just tiny things, you know, like um, if you've got a dial, some like you know, in your car, and the edges are really smooth. It looks nice, but then ergonomically, if you get a bit of moisture on your finger, it becomes quite hard to rotate the dial. So. Little things like that You know just little bends In things You think oh that looks nice But no that's like For your finger to go into All those tiny things Just take for granted Like phones for example Because yes I know it's done Based on like Your middle 90% Of people You can't do an average of that Yeah like So for example A chair on a plane Isn't made for the five, the biggest, the five percent biggest people in in the like, in the world, and it's not made for the five percent smallest people in the world either. It's built for that ninety percent. That's where you build. That's how you build things. So when you make it adjustable, It's like okay, can the smallest person at ninety percent use it, and can the biggest person at ninety percent use it, and everyone else who's just freakishly big or freakishly small, tough shit. That's kind of how the world's designed. And, um, yeah, mobile phones, for example, you know, these big smartphones, apparently they're done based on men's measurements. So only men could actually really use smartphones with one hand. Like your average man. So it has to be a woman who has, on average, abnormally large hands for a woman to be able to use a smartphone one-handed. That being said, my hands are average size, um... People say I've got big... I don't think I've got big hands. Some people have. No one's ever said I've got small hands, though. And um, I struggle to use my Samsung S10 with one hand. I actually can't do it. Like If I have to take a photo with one hand, it's, it's too big for me to do it. Like It's too floppy. Too much weight is at the top of the phone for me to go hold steady. I have to use two hands. Um. Yeah, I can't do it with one hand. So, I mean, yeah, I don't know what it's like for a woman using a smartphone. Women just got used to it and just think they need to use two hands to use a smartphone. But, um, what the hell am I talking about, really? So, <laughs> this is a guy who has nothing to talk about today. Um, it's a really nice day, nice sunny day, clear blue skies, and been sat indoors for no reason to go outside. My, um, my jailbroken fire stick discovered this morning. Uh, Wife told me that episode 2 of Power Book 2, Ghost, um, is available online. I look at my fire stick. I've got five episodes available. Mm Mm-hmm, that's right. Five episodes available. I didn't even know. So now, I'll be watching that later. Cause it's funny because like, we arranged, we both agreed we're not going to wait for each other to watch this because, you know, we just watch things at different times. And then now um, I've got three more episodes to watch before she can even watch one. And now suddenly we're going to watch them together. Mm. Mm. <laughs> and the boys on Amazon. That's on episode four. On Amazon, not for me, I've got all eight episodes available Uh-huh, yeah Yeah, yeah, all my good So, yeah Sick, mate So that's what I'm on the watch um, Oh yeah, what's going on in the world, man? What's going on? I recorded Green Room podcast yesterday As well Premier League's back Tottenham playing today um, Actually, I need to arrange my day that I can watch that. Because it's. Um, Everton ladies versus Spurs. women. Oh it's on now. Shit. I actually went to watch that. Because Spurs signed um, Alex Morgan. Like USA. World Cup winning striker. Alex Morgan. Kind of like that was literally the first. Women's transfer I've seen. That I actually went, Oh shit. Like, I was actually kind of excited by it. Just guess that's progress right. Um. Yeah, Tottenham. is at four thirty, and I've got to leave my house at five thirty. So I'm gonna get the first half. Oh man. So annoying when you have to wait because if it's four thirty ends at six. Yeah, I can't do that. He said be there at six. I can't leave my house at six thirty. That's just taking the piss. Alright, yeah, so I'm going to get what's first half. Anyway, what else been going on in the world? Um, what else has been going on? There's nothing much, really. No, Britain's Got Talent. Had some complaints about diversity in their dancing. Um, didn't watch it. Don't care. Um, what else has got on? QTs has been released now. You know that weird film that everyone's accused of being... A pedo film, but then it might not be. Uh, my wife says she doesn't actually want me to watch it because she's watched it now, and she says it's just too weird. She says she would actually look, she would look at a man, any man sideways who watched this film. And I was like, well, you can't say that if they've watched it, not know what it's about, or they've watched it and and like were repulsed by it. I mean, you could definitely look at a bad sideways if he's watched this film and he loves it. But, yeah. I don't know, man. I've I've seen mixed reviews about the film. So, I don't know. I won't watch it because, um, I think I just find the film quite boring, actually. (laughs) That's the main reason why I wouldn't watch it. Um. The reason I'm annoyed that I'm not going to watch it is because I've I've had a go at people for having an opinion on it who haven't watched it. And so partly would like to watch it so I could form my opinion. And granted, I might agree with those people who said this film should never have been made. But I now I'm not going to watch it. I don't have any opinion on it now. So it is what it is. Uh what else going What else is... is there any, no, no I haven't watched anything else. Nothing else is... No, this has really come across my uh, radar. I guess you've got new rules coming in on Monday. About going out in groups of six. It really makes no difference to most people's lives. I mean, the people are going out. I don't think they're going out in groups of more than six anyway. And if you're going to be out as a group of five... In a room full of 10 other groups of five then it's like well, I could you call you in a room with 55 people there does it really matter if some of you lot knew each other before or not like doesn't it make it worse i guess the assumption is those all those groups of fives have been spread apart but when you're queuing to get in when you go to the toilet when you go to the bar when the waiter, at a restaurant goes from one person to the next to the next to the next, it really doesn't fucking matter, then, does it? You might as well grow out in your group of ten. That's just basically no like, difference. Um. Yeah, that's it, that's it. That's it. Really, just nothing. Nothing else to talk about. Went went out for dinner on Friday with my friends. Double date on Friday and um. Tell you what, that was fun. But when they wanted to get us out, I swear to God, they sprayed something in the air or some kind of cleaning agent that literally made all four of us choke and we had to leave. Like, physically leave, couldn't breathe. Like, it's just like it all hit us at the same time. Like, just half a second difference. So I breathed in, started coughing. So, like, what the fuck is that? So, everyone else feeling something in the back of their throat. And everyone was like, no. Breathed in and went, Oh yeah, what the fuck? And then we got up, and then like, as we was like all rushing up, choking, like the weight and stuff. So, see you later, bye. So just ask us to leave rather than bloody fume us out. I know. Oh shit! Colin McGregor arrested for alleged sexual assault and indecent exposure in Corsica. See, this this what happens about reputations, right? Because I've always said this: you, you've got to carry yourself. In a way, when an allegation like that comes out, your first response as a reader is no way. Right? My first response to read that was like, oh, probably. How bad's that? Don't even know the guy. But my first response to reading that was, yeah, he probably did that. How fuck's that? Does that say more about me or him? Cause I know there's some people that if they said that, I'd be like, no way. I'll get... if he's a like, Henri. If Thierry Henri, if Henri was arrested for sexual assault, I'd be like, nah, I need more details. That'd be my initial not saying that he's impossible that he was guilty. And I'm a bloody Spurs fan. But there's part of me is i would just go, nah, no way, I need more details. Just nah. Don't believe it. Um and then yeah, they don't get and without the evidence You just get more Your brain goes To different places Right Like when Cristiano Ronaldo Allegations came out My first thought Was no way Then when someone goes oh, It happened when he was 21 I, I suddenly went oh, okay Maybe Maybe you did What what evidence is that It's nothing So Conor McGregor All I've got is His bloody headline And I've just gone Yeah I, I reckon so I reckon so Maybe because I've seen The guy punch An old man For not liking his whiskey. Is why I haven't really struggled to believe he's he's done this, Um, but he shouldn't do that, should you? He shouldn't do that. Um, I don't don't know why the Queen is dead is trending um, when the Queen isn't dead. I think there's, I think there's an album called that or something. Maybe we've got Smiths. I'm not sure who's released an album. But yeah. Um, Alicia Dixon's threatened to quit Britain's Got Talent if ITV apologise to people who complained about the diversity dance. Hey, fair play for making that stance. Um, but. It's going to be awkward when ITV do apologise and then you quit and then you're out of money and nothing's changed. What you should do is not threaten to quit but say something on the live show. That's what I would do. I, Oh, quitting? No. That's what I'm saying. We want to get someone back. It's not about leaving. We want to get someone back. You just stay. Stay, be a nuisance. Be annoying. So if that, if I was the least sticks, no, I'm not quitting Britain Scott Talley if you don't apologise. I'm gonna talk about it on the show and say disappointed that ITV have apologised. That that's what I'll say. And I'll just be making just snide sarky comments throughout the whole season. I ain't leaving now, you're paying me. You can sack me if you want and then I can do you for unfair dismissal. That's how it's going down. I'm not quitting though. I'm being a pain in the ass fawn in your side. Um else is so What else is going on? Chris Evans is trending, why? I think Chris Evans, Captain America guy, I think he's accidentally leaked his own nudes. I think that's people saying Oh right. Well That's awkward And pe- There's another hashtag I stand with JK Rowling She's saying stuff about Trans and cisgender women Or she's saying something about Domestic violence against women Okay, yeah. So yeah, this, so if you don't know about J.K. Rowling, basically she talks very uh, forthrightly about uh, trans women being trans women. It's basically her stance, um, and she's saying that you know cisgender women or real women, as some of you might call, um, are just that. And she, Her point is is that you're not the same You can't just say you, you, you're you the same Because her. I think from her point of view She suffered domestic violence So for her She's saying For you who's grown up as a guy And had the privileges of a man And then you've transitioned into a woman You, you can't say you've gone through the same things as me Who's always grown up as a girl and then a woman It's one of those ones where it's just like You've got to be sensible, right? I I personally don't understand why if you are trans, why you'd want to be deemed as just the same as every other woman. For me, your circumstances are, are unique. And deserve respect as well. That's the thing. I'm not saying, you know, you need to be excluded from things. But it's like, surely you're raising a part of your history, right? If you're, I know you. They say they're a woman trapped in a man's body, but you lived. At, but all right, let's say you are that. You lived the first 18, 20 odd years of your life like that in that. You know, in that pickle. In that uh, in that conundrum. Is that part of your history that you would want to address and you know be talking about? You've had to struggle with that. Surely that's important. You don't just go, eh, no, nah, no, nah, I was always a woman. No big deal. When I used to get bullied at school, I felt anxious and suicidal that I was sitting in the wrong with, nah, that doesn't matter. I was always a woman. So, like, what are you talking about? It's just strange. So, it's one of those ones, I think if you actually sat down, and here's the thing as well, if you actually sat down with an individual person who's trans, I bet, You'd agree. But that's that's the thing about these arguments, is it's these voices that don't actually come out of real faces or mouths. I know I say no, I don't know. But I've gigged quite frankly with some news trans I went to school with some news trans and I've never actually even spoke to them about the topic because it's like it's just weird. It'd be someone come up to me and speaking to me about Black Lives Matter. It's like, all right, like what? Well, because I'm black, I'm gonna just talk about race today. I'm, i chilling. I'm trying to have a drink, mate. Leave me alone. It'd just be weird to talk about. But from their material, you know, you, you just have a sensible conversation. You probably just agree on most things. It's been doing this well, did it? It's just like. You hear opinions from people that that have been put to... Well, you hear an opinion that's just been applied to a group of people, assigned to them. That's their opinion. That's that group of people's opinion. But you've ne- I've never actually heard most of the people from that group talk. You just go with it. Like, think, back, think about how many times we get upset Some something like John Barnes being on TV chatting shit as black people. There's people out there who go, well, that's what black people think. Because John Barnes has said it. And then there could be another black person who goes on, on TV and says something wild the complete other way. All white people are devils. And they're built in a lab. You go, See, that's what black people think. It's like, again, no. <laughs> so, it's... Yeah, it's it's, it's a mess, man. That's what we've got to do. We've got to talk to people from different groups and different places. Actually find shit out from them directly rather than just see clips online and come up to our own weird conclusions. Yeah, that's what I think anyway. (sighs) Right, let's get into some Dear Deirdre because I'm hot as hell. Hell... Um, right, 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 right. What's that from? So I was looking. Mar- Marcus Rashford just rinsed a Aston Villa player, but not sure when they played. Anyway, um, let's get on some dear, dear dream. Um. Those stupid links off. That's nice, bold deer. There's an A in it. Wow! Fucking hell. Dear dear, Deirdre, my girlfriend went out and cheated, so I had sex with her 16 year old sister. Please tell me you're like 17 or 18. I'm giving you 18. Even then, that creeps me out. I know generally that's okay with people, but that creeps me the fuck out. Because me at 18, I was either in my last year of sixth form or first year of uni. Yeah? So 16 could. So, so this one means different. So, a 16 year old. Could be in their first year of sixth form. where it so I think that's okay. You're in your last year of sixth form. They're in their first year of sixth form. You're both at sixth form. You know what I mean? That's, or college or whatever. That's not so weird to me. One's 18, one's 16, fine. But if one of you's 16 and you're about to do your GCSEs, so and one of you's 18 and you're at uni, get the fuck out of here. I don't care, there's only two years, no, 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 so, whatever you say, I mean, again, girlfriend's cheated, well, if you don't fall into my criteria, I'm already, you're already condemned, let's see, if you're, if, fuck it, if this guy's over 18, <sighs> right, my dear Diggy, my girlfriend went out and had sex with a guy, so I got some revenge by sleeping with her sister. Now it's her I think about twenty-four-seven, not my girlfriend. Okay. My girlfriend and I are both twenty-one. Jesus Christ, man. <sighs> Just like, what do you do if you're in that family If you're like the mom or dad in that family, right? So you're annoyed that your 21-year-old daughter's cheated on her boyfriend anyway. You're like, I didn't raise you to do that, okay? And then you find out that he's retaliated by sleeping with your six-year-old daughter. Like he's 21, so he can take a punch in the face. But I'm a respectful guy, so I'm going to punch him in his face. But I'm gonna tell his dad I'm going to do it. And I'm gonna do it at his house. And I'm going to say to his dad Look there's the deal Is either I punch you in the face Or I punch him in the face One of you is getting punched in the face You decide As the father You decide which one of you I'm clocking in the face Which one Now I know now, now my, I know my daughter shouldn't been cheating I'll deal with that But this Sleeping with my 16-year-old daughter? No. I'm either punching you in the face or him in the face. Decide now. you got... you got three minutes to decide. And if I'm turning this around, if I'm the father of this 21-year-old boy, I'm like, mate, punch him in the face. You punch him in the face. I'm gonna punch him in the face, but um, you can punch him in the face though. And he's like, Dad, I'm like, don't dad me, you fucking creep. So yeah. Anyway. <sighs> oh, Damn. My girlfriend and I are both 21. We've been together for three years and had our... So three years, so you've known this girl since she was 13. Um, We've been together for three years and had our ups and downs, but I thought we were okay until a few weeks ago. Her friend had her hen weekend at a hotel in Bournemouth and my girlfriend met a bloke who was at a stag do there. She ended up having sex with him the next day. She was so full of guilt, she blurted it all out to me when she came home. My mates took me down the pub. Um, afterwards to drown my sorrows I then went back to my girlfriend's flat okay she'd already gone to bed but I thought I could doss down I dossed down on the settee so we could talk in the morning I arrived at the same time as her 16 year old sister she'd had a tiff with her boyfriend and started crying on my shoulder <sighs> I managed to cheer her up with a few glasses of wine. She's underage, mates. Granted, I know I was drinking from when I was 14, but in this alone, no adult gave me drinks. Especially when I was in a state of fucking emotional, uh, I don't know, what's the word, despair? Uh, she had a tiff for her six, with her boyfriend. I um, started crying my shoulder. I managed to cheer her up a few glasses of wine. And some of my guaranteed to make you laugh jokes. so oh, you charming pedo. Um, before I knew what was happening, she was all over me and we kissed. That's when you push her away and go, okay, look, you're drunk and you're upset. I'm not going to tell your sister what's happened here. But I think you should just go to bed. Then I'll tell her sister what happened, because that's fucking weird. And Keeping that a secret makes it look like you're in on something, so I would definitely tell her sister. Um. Yeah. Anyway, so before I knew what was happening, she was all over me and we kissed. I said, let's be more private. Oh, God, you really took responsibility, you fucking idiot. She jumped up and I thought she was going to slap me. But she went straight to the spare room and we had the most amazing sex for hours. And what, and your girlfriend was just next door? I snuck back onto the settee afterwards, but the next morning my girlfriend knew something was wrong. She kept on at me, but I didn't crack for a few days. Then I owned up and she was so mad, she dumped me. Lucky she didn't stab you, mate. Her mum and dad got involved. Okay, yep, because I said I wanted to date her What the fuck is wrong with you, bruv? Me and her dad ended up having a shouting match. He must be an old man who doesn't back his right hook. Cause I'm telling you, your daughter's 21, the youngest he could be legally is 37. And every 37 I every 37-year-old man I know would absolutely demolish a 21-year-old in a fight. I'm giving you to 47. Um, Maybe 57 might be pushing it But with fatherly rage might, Yeah Depends how If he's a strapping 21 year old Then no If he's not mm. Oh dear We had a shout match And he made it clear His younger daughter was off limits to me Things have calmed down a bit And my girlfriend wants us to get back To how we were What the hell are you talking about I realise I do still love her but her little sister is now sending me texts Asking if we can meet up secretly for sex Mate, just just leave it all Leave it all Um, It's more than my life's worth To risk her dad finding out Again, uh, but I can't move on My girlfriend says I'm no fun anymore I need to sort myself out Yeah, you, you just need to you, you, you need to just leave it all Just leave it all Please stop. Jesus Christ. Oh dear. Cool. Look at this one. I love this kind of shit. Weddings are political. Snub spites. I wasn't initially invited to my boyfriend's brother's wedding. Now I've said no. Dear dear Deirdre. Dear dear Deirdre, I didn't get an invite to my brother's, my boyfriend's brother's wedding. Now they've climbed down and asked me to come. I've said no, as I feel so insulted. You're a dick. You're a fucking dick. Anyone who acts like this has never had to have a wedding. I was I was a good guest before I even had to organise my wedding. So I, I think the karma went round and I don't think I had any issues on my side when it came to, um, to like guests. I had none on my side. I mean, am I invited? Is my partner invited? Uh, I'm not coming then. Nothing. If people felt like that, they kept it to themselves. Because when it came to their weddings, I didn't bring any of that noise. And so, yeah. How long have you have been going out for? Okay, as this changes, I'm saying you're a dick. Actually, I don't know if you lot might have been dating for like four or five years, if and that should be an automatic invite. But um, uh, if you've been going out for less than a year, how long am I giving it? I know you're going to give me the details in here, but let me think. If it's been less than a year, uh, then. Yeah, a year. Less than a year when the invites went out. And you wasn't invited to any part of the wedding. you remember as well, sometimes, I've never heard women say it, but I've never heard men, when they've been offered the plus one, just go, no, nah, don't worry about it, mate. <laughs> don't worry about it, mate. Shit, no, I'll come on my own. Women don't want to go to weddings on their own if they've got a man. But men, they're like, Hey, don't worry about it. Is He's like, no, I've got to pass off for you and your wife. Nah, don't worry about it, mate. I'll come on out. Don't worry. <laughs> Let's see, man. Uh, dear Digi, I did get an invite to my boyfriend's brother's wedding. Now they've climbed down and asked me to come. Um, I've said no for so. So for lockdown, I moved in with my boyfriend and it's gone brilliantly until now. I've got on well with all of his family. I'm 23 and he's 26. My fella is his brother's best man, okay? But now, they can only have 30 people at the wedding. Mm Mm-hmm. This is an actual factor. They said they hoped I didn't mind not being there as I was a new addition to the family circle. I was very hurt and my boyfriend talked to his... So you're new? Shut up then! The next day... um, Sorry, so... Anyway... They said they hoped um, I didn't mind not being there as I was new addition to the family circle. I said I was very hurt and my boyfriend talked to his mum. The next day, his brother called to say an invitation was in the post. But I said, no, thank you. Do you think they were disrespectful? You're new. Or should I pursue this relationship further? And should I pursue this relationship further? What are you talking about? You're new to the family. You haven't said how long you're going out for, but the way you made it sound, you made it sound like you're new. I just don't know. I just don't know. Like, yeah, just, um, you're a dick. Your boyfriend should dump you. Because stuff like that just leaves a sour taste in people's mouths and they just won't get over it in the future. Alright, next one. Two time on. My boyfriend's housemate acts like his girlfriend, but he says they're not a couple. Um, Alright. Dear, 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 my boyfriend shares a house with a girl who really has it in for me. She, uh, I doubt she's his girlfriend because if she was his girlfriend, I doubt you'd be able to come over and hang out as his girlfriend. You see what I mean? She might like him, not denying that. She might have feelings for him, but I doubt she's his girlfriend. And you're still coming over. So that's a dumb thing to assume. She does things like phone him late at night. So he has to leave and help her with whatever it is. And I don't see him again until the next morning. Well, yeah, because he lives there. Why don't you just go back with him? I'm 26 and he's 28. Four of them share the house together. I've never met them. But this girl has... But this girl... What? I've never met them, but this girl so has it in for me oh, that my boyfriend has blocked all of them on my social media and has taken down all the photos of us together so they can't upset me. What are you talking about? Right, am I, I want to read this word for word. If you don't like, understand this, then cool. But I will just move on after. I'm going to say this again. I'm 26 and he is 28. Four of them share the house together. I've never met them, but this girl has it in for me that my boyfriend has blocked all of them on my social media and has taken down all the photos of us together so they can't upset me. What? up I don't know what you're talking about. You sound stupid. I've never even met them, but he's invited me round there when they've all been out. There are lots of photos around the place of my boyfriend and this girl together looking like a couple. He says they're just photos of them as friends, but why does she always have to be snuggling on t- into him? How do I get my point across without sounding like I'm paranoid? Just ask him directly. Like, Is this your girlfriend? If she doesn't actually know you exist, um, then yeah. Um, Yeah, does she do? Just ask him directly. Like, what the fuck's going on? Or just say, can I meet them? And then if you meet them and the vibe's all weird, then, yeah, then walk away. Right, last one, because I'm melting. Slim Mojo. I can't keep up with my girlfriend's need for sex since she started Pilates. For five years, my partner turned down sex nearly every time I suggested sex and, and I had to accept that she didn't want it. Now her drive is back and she goes into a mood if I don't want it every time she does. Ooh. Um, It's as if I should be up for it all the time. I'm 35. She's 33. Our sex life was great the year, the first year we were together, but then she gained weight and wasn't interested. I felt rejected, but tried to be understanding. Now she's got into cycling and Pilates. Her appetite is back and she tries to get me to have sex with her two or three times a day, but my confidence has gone and it makes it worse that she's not very understanding with me. I try giving her pleasure when she asks me to, but I don't follow through with sex. She goes into more of a mood. Uh, Mate, you get into the gym, you work out, you get up to her level and you keep your relationship going. All right. OK, that is the end of the pod. I am melting. I've literally started sweating profusely. So I'm ending the pod. All right. That's it, people. I'm out. See ya.